this book is known as the most sinister book on demonology and witchcraft ever written. Here is the book on demonology of King James. So what you're saying <laughs> Before is... Before we end demonology... <laughs> because the King James Bible is from the same time, that demonology belongs in the standard works. Yeah. That book. You know, that, that book. That looks scary without reading the pages. Like, that uh -huh. looks scary. Okay. Um, welcome back to Midnight Strike Through Mormons. Uh, today we're talking demonology. Go. <laughs> well. <laughs> what is that? You dropped a book in our laps that literally looked like it came out of the Salem Witch Trials. And well, there's ghosts that are going to come out of it. You're not far off because this book is called Malleus Maleficarum or the Hammer of the Witches. What? This is the book that brought about the Salem Witch Trials. Not just that. <laughs> this is, was first written in 1486. There, Malleus Maleficarum or Hammer of the Witches. Whoa, dude. This is the witch hunting guide. This book single-handedly caused a witch hunting craze that lasted two centuries. I'm gonna go buy it and send it to Greg Locke. Did <laughs> <laughs> you know who Greg Locke is? You better look in my eyeballs. We ain't afraid of you, you stinking witch. The pastor. Oh, he's the pastor. Is like, I know that there's eight witches in my congregation. Give it to that video. We break your spells. <laughs> we break your curse. Oh, yeah. he got super popular. Yeah, we'll have to show you. You're educating us in all of this deep, highbrow stuff. We'll get you getting education in the lowbrow internet stuff. <laughs> we even got an address for one of you! You know, so anyway, keep going. So, I mean, this is the book. This book, it's a thousand pages. One third of it is, what is a witch? And it is, they're real. I mean, this is, if they weren't real, then we wouldn't have witchcraft. So life. this, this is like... This is before first wave feminism. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my gosh. This is the Inquisitor's Hand Guide. Oh, I gotta see this. Can I see it? Or? Well, do you read Latin? Oh, it's in Latin? It's, it will not be translated into English until 1928, but I do have an original copy in English too. What? Whoa. I would love to see that one. Are there okay, well, let me tell you about it first. First of all, it tells what is a witch. The second part talks about breaking witches' spells, how to deal with it. The third part is the trial, how to proceed with the trial, how to get confessions, and it it, it lists the various methods of torture. Oh and it God. also says Whoa. the ends justify the means. You can lie to the person accused of witchcraft. You can absolutely lie to them because, and if they then confess, then you still put them to death. But it, it's just, it is... Oh, this book is known as the most sinister book on demonology and witchcraft ever written. Because it actually caused actual death of people. That's an understatement, the, the, isn't it? Yeah. Minimum 50,000, is 50 to 100,000 put to death because of this book. Whoa. Jeez. Now, who wrote this book? Oh, you asked me. It, it's actually a single person. Okay, so, um, it's really, so it's not like a like a... Bunch of like people together. Not like no, 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 no. He was a. Uh, so this is like the mind conf of anti witch people. Yeah, yeah. I think his name's Kramer. Um, he wrote this book 
And then another guy latches a name on it, but it's really just this guy, 1486. And he was an inquisitor, but this was the guide. And his numbers aren't that great by himself. I mean, he can, he tried about a hundred witches and had 50 of them burned, but this was the model. And so in Germany, especially, I mean, they were just killing witches by the tens of thousands. Oh my gosh. But how could like, so a guy named Kramer wrote this. What was their justification of tens of thousands of people? What, not swimming oh, and oh, all that other? They used the Bible for justification. Oh. Where it, in the Old Testament it says the sorceress should be put to death. Yeah, suffer not a witch to live, right? Yeah. Jeez. So who, well, I want to know more about the author. So who is Kramer? Well, hold on. Well, we've got, look, exorcismus achaia. That must be some kind of water exorcism. So, exorciso te creatura ake, which probably means if you want to exercise a creature in water in the name of the patri, so that's going to be of the Holy Father, omnipotent, and in the name of Christ, in who is holy and his spirit that is virtuous, with water you exercise effuganandum, and effigy is with fire. That might be a bad tradition. But either wow, they're talking about exorcisms with water and fire. Neither one of those sound good. Well, <laughs> you know? okay. so the guy who wrote this is Heinrich Kramer. Heinrich Kramer. Okay. Heinrich Kramer. He's a clergyman. And for um, Church of England. No, Catholic, Catholic Church. Church. Okay. Catholic Church. Now, fourteen eighty six. There's no Church of oh, England. Oh, right, right. That That's won't be till yes. like fifteen thirty two. Um, so he's the guy, and then it just because of the printing press, they make multiple copies. And oh, so no. it starts going around. Although you could go online right now, you won't find a copy for sale. I mean, it's just really? you can imagine every major institution library would wants an old copy. Yeah. Of this, and is it too much of a flex if I pulled out another copy? Yes. No. Get it. Get it's it. even older than that. And and as you're pulling that out, what did he do? Like, what did he define as a witch? And what made him so angry at witches? Was he just dumped by a chick who was into crystals or what? Well, here's the thing. They felt witches had made a pact with the devil, thus the demonology aspect. They okay. said that, and that it's actually witches who do the bidding of Satan, is what this is saying. That a witch will cause something to go bad in the life of a young maiden, and then she will need to consult the witch Okay. To have it resolved, and so that's where you get into the demonology aspect. And then this is oh, obviously man. some kind of hide that is bound in the skin of a witch. No. Oh, jeez, oh I was gosh. like, oh. <laughs> 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 no, no, no. <laughs> that was pretty awesome. Guy. That was an 11 out of 10, bro. You got me on that one. That's that's called vellum. All early books were bound in vellum, it's just, um, it's like calf, calf yeah. skin, it's just very thin. That's the natural color. So what What made this, like, this is just a random clergyman. Like, what made this dude's book take off as opposed to... Well, 1486, you're almost at the beginning of the Inquisition. I mean, this is really kicks it off. Okay. And then that goes um, for a while. But here, here's the thing. This had been going on, and back in the 1200s, they passed a law that there could be no trial where by experience which means we're going to test and see if somebody's a witch like we're going to torture them yeah. or we're going to see if they float we're going to do whatever yeah. that was outlawed but then they just 
broke all the rules again and just started going at it again using I, I mean it is it is a book that has caused untold suffering mm-hmm. yeah. and people say oh you should burn it or whatever and it's like okay we're a museum here we're a museum disguised as a bookstore yeah. we tell actual history now here's what a lot of people and this will shock people more than anything this is a first edition King James Bible, 1611. Yeah. In 1589, 14 years earlier, King James writes a book on demonology. Whoa. What? King James wrote a book and it's called Demonology. Now, Wait, so so hold on. So before King James, the archetypal uh not prophet king, but academic king. Righteous king. Righteous king, okay. That brings us the most quoted Bible and the Bible that the vast majority of churches still use and we hear quoted in cinema, in po- poetry and everything. Before that, King James that basically got the King James Bible made, made the Bible, he did a compendium on demonology. Yeah. Well, okay. Why would he do that? Let's go back to his personal history. So 1597 is when he does, I may have said a different day, 1597 is when he does the book. But in 1589, he's going to marry Anne of Denmark. Okay. And so he sends for her and she's coming and her ship gets caught in this very unusual storm. It's like the only ship. Everybody else is fine. And it, it has to harbor, I think, in Oslo, Norway. And he Whoa. blamed witches for casting a weather spell. Oh. And then he got, he's going to be chivalrous, so he goes to get her. And then on their way back, another unusual freak storm happens on the North Sea. They're going to Scotland. And he goes, it is, now I know 100%, it's the witches who are doing this. So when he lands on shore, he releases a ferocious witch hunting vendetta. And he rounds up, in the little town he rounded up, he goes, you guys are basically the closest, so it was you guys. And he rounds up 70 people, has them tortured until they confess that they did it. King James? This is King James. But he is king of Scotland at the time. Or Prince James, king of Scotland. Because right at this time, Queen Elizabeth, daughter of Henry VIII, is the queen of England. And ironically, she was good friends with John D. He was a counselor to the royal family. You might call him a witch. Yeah. A Megas. Uh, so. Whoa, okay. So he then. But also, he has experience in trauma with death close to him. His mother is executed in front of him. King James. King James' mother is executed, and you've heard of her, but you probably haven't put two and two together. His mother was Mary, Queen of Scots. Oh, okay. And who had her put to death? Queen Elizabeth. Because she was rivaling Queen Elizabeth for power, Mm -hmm. and Queen said, yeah, it's not happening, so she had her executed. Jeez. Queen Elizabeth is the virgin queen, has no children. Yeah. So it comes back around to James, and he comes into power in 1603. 
what's the first thing he does? 1604, he passes the this new law on witches. Queen Elizabeth was somewhat sympathetic. It's like, okay, you got caught one year in prison, then you're out. First offense. King James, doesn't matter what. First offense, death. Whoa. First offense, death. And he also allowed that to be if children were accused. So he would have no. children. Whoa. Only the youngest would not be put to death. Really? So what is happening in 16? I hate King James now. <laughs> you know, it's okay. What is he doing at the same time? 1604, 1605? Okay, it's time for a new Bible. That's when the King James start. So these are running parallel. He's running witch hunts as witch hunting so he's as getting the Bible written. Mass murder seems to be a part of his family tradition. Like his mom was into it and he's into it, right? Well, Mary, not Mary Queen of Scots. I mean, she just wanted to take, she wanted to be queen of... Mm-hmm. But didn't she have? Didn't didn't she kind of proxy order the death of uh, Lady Jane Grey? No, 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 no. That is Mary, daughter of Henry VIII. Okay. Different Mary. Oh, okay. different Mary. Okay. Wow. We're learning a lot today. There's a lot of Marys yeah, and a lot like, of the same. Okay. English history. Don't date me, chicks named Mary. Well, well who's Bloody Mary? <laughs> that's daughter of Henry VIII. Okay, and that's but not that's Mary, not Mary Queen, Queen of Scots. Scots. Okay, okay. That's a totally different Mary. Okay. Here is the book on demonology of King James. <laughs> so King James of the King James Bible. And this is. came out 14 years before the King James Bible. Now the one you're holding in your hand, is what copy is this? This is, are you talking what, year or what? I mean, this, yes. is, this is his, this is the second book. He did three books and they're all in here on demonology. So uh, this book, it's like you're physically holding itself. This is not like a recreation from like 30 years ago. This is oh like no a, no no no. This is this is over four centuries old. All right. Oh my gosh. No, everything is real here. Now with this right here, is it another like instruction manual on how to hunt witches or this one is this one is de- like book two, a description of sorcery and witchcraft. So he's going in defining. He's laying down the ground rules. But he's doing it because absolute, he absolutely believes it, that it's happening. Yeah. And so he's, this is to identify it. And he's going in, I mean, you can see right here, he's, he's naming names and everything. I mean, this book by no means put as many to death, but then they had these Scottish witch trials and about 2,500 people accused of witchcraft were put to death. Because of this. Whoa. Okay, you're you're on that. Uh, fifteen ninety seven. Okay, and then you're on this. Fourteen eighty six. So it's a century before. But this got it going. This is the, a later okay. incarnation of taking. But these per- are cousins of each other. Well, and... they're both books that are attacking people who are accused of being witches. Okay. Uh, Jeez. Uh, and and um, yeah. Now, is also, demonology, isn't that also more than just witches? Isn't it like what other evil spirits are and demons well, are? It, and... it goes in there and it, he, he proposes that, um, you know, fairies, brownies are just fallen angels. And he, he's giving his definition of what is going on. Hmm. Okay. So it's, I mean, it's similar to angelology, right? You're just defining 
what different types of demons were are, there prescriptions of death like this had or no because he wrote this before he becomes king of england but four years later then he enacts laws that prescribe all the punishment he's not mm. doing the punishment phase in here this is just the guy so do you think how much influence did this type of thinking have on the king james version of the bible well that I couldn't really answer, um, but I think it's interesting that it's published just within years of this. Mm-hmm. Now, here, here's the thing. Sometimes people do bad things, like bad things, but they also accomplish something else. But it's just The guy like, that invented fertilizer invented mustard gas. Like... The population of the world boomed a billion people after the invention of nitrous fertilizer. But then the same guy in World War One invents mustard gas, which kills millions of people. So, well, and then if you if you bring that even forward, I've recently um, acquired a collection of artifacts that belong to Oscar and Emily Schindler, as in Schindler's list. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the thing. He accomplished a great good by saving many Jews. But the only reason he was able to accomplish that is because he was like a really seedy guy and he knew how to bribe. He knew how to do all this, which if he was a straight arrow, he wouldn't have been able to do. Yeah, He was a womanizer. He, he, but that's right. People have flaws. Some, you know, I, that's what is there in history. Yeah. Yeah. History is very interesting, but this is absolutely the last thing you would expect a guy associated with the printing of the most printed Bible in the world writes a book on demonology 14 years before. So in this book, what is the coolest like demonology stuff that he says? Like what's the most interesting part of it? Um, He, well, this is just an overview of, all of the understanding that had happened, that he has pulled together, and he had access to a lot of documents. And he just gives a very compelling overview, and he does it almost like C.S. Lewis's screw tape letters. It's like a conversation. And so he puts himself in here as one of the people. His avatar, King James' avatar, is in here talking. Really? Really? Yeah. And then, wow. so he's carrying, it's, it's, it's this conversation where he's laying everything out, almost identical. I wouldn't be surprised if C.S. Lewis was influenced by that approach. Really? Really? Wow. Because Screwtape Letters is... So, okay, yeah. this is, man, your store is crazy because I'm, it's, it's like trying to drink out of a historical fire hose here. So I'm just, I'm just recapping this. This great dude that we've all kind of historically venerated, and this might be our lazy learning and ignorance here, but we've always kind of just assumed that King James must have been a great guy because he commissioned this great revamping of the Bible that was in not a state of confusion, but needed a new Bible. The world needed a new Bible that was, as they perceived, more accurate, all right, which is a a great and good benevolent thing. But before making this big, giant magnum opus of benevolence, he was straight up blaming witches for bad sea voyages of him and his girlfriend, rounding up the locals, torturing them and killing them 
under after the au- they confessed. After they comp- confessed under the auspices of this other book, the book on demonology. That is correct. It's like when you find out Thomas Edison was a jerk and he wasn't <laughs> this great inventor and he stole all of his patents from like Nikola Tesla and yeah. all these other uh-huh. people. You're like, dang it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, and now, now are we putting are we putting King James in the same memory hole or what? Well, I think a lot of people who have studied him already knew some of the other things he did that were, they weren't happy with with him. But most people, when I say most people, I I'm in front of thousands of people a year, and I kind of have a general understanding of where people's knowledge level is at. Uh-huh. And with James, it stops at the Bible. The it, it, yeah. Okay, he's the guy, and they just kind of leave it at that. But you know, he came up and had his experiences, and was not unused to death. And he he felt he was doing the right thing by ridding England and Scotland of witches. The original woke scold. Yeah. So he thought that he just thought he was infested with witches. Oh, oh, yeah. If he, he kills 70 right off the boat because it's the nearest town, you know. Well, okay. He didn't kill all 70, but he tortured them to where some of them or most of them wished they were dead. I mean. And so then to, they confessed and they, they killed conf- them. Yeah. And it's like Many a tortured confession. Yeah. Jeez Louise. That's crazy. Hmm. So it's funny because if this was happening today, you know, we would say how how, how terrible this, they don't have any freedom but if king james had some oil we'd go give him some freedom you know what i'm saying this would be this is dictatorship and terrorism we would classify it today mm-hmm. how interesting like like if if you put yourself <sighs> if you were to get into a time machine with the thoughts you have now and witness this you would equate this man to like osama bin laden like yeah. like understand and this is the gentleman that commissioned the bible well, okay, here, here's something else. What was a witch? Let's just say a young woman had a gift of combining a few herbs and healing somebody. She was a witch. Gee. And so, I mean... So he would not be a fan of, like, the doTERRA MLS. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and Young Living. Don't come to Utah County. They've got pre-workout that they'll sell you. <laughs> and then little, oh my God. Okay, so here's one more book that none of you have seen. There's more? One more book. What? Jeez. Okay, 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 okay. This book is called Natural Magic. It's really the oldest book in English on magic. I know this. Whoa, what is it? Well, but now Natural Magic, this is turning rocks into gold. This is alchemy. Yeah. Whoa, And everything, okay. but... This is a, a lot of uh, people think um, uh, the author of this is the, the Count of St. Germain. Oh, okay. really? Okay. If you're into that stuff. Yeah. But okay. this book has a cool story. Okay, hit it. Because the owner of this felt it was his responsibility as he traveled the world to track down the oldest and best books on magic, alchemy, and others. And he walks into a bookshop in Birmingham, England. Mm-hmm. in 1905 and he buys this book in fact it's written in the front bought this book in 1905 and in this person's own autobiography he tells the story about this book who was that harry houdini this is what? houdini's personal copy of natural magic oh Whoa. dude oh i should have recognized that well, well I, he covered it with his hand oh okay Whoa. oh dude 
So in 1905, he buys this book, which was printed in 1658 on Natural Magic. It's a first edition of that. Oh my gosh. So, okay, so I got to know. In your reading of this, how much of it do you just think, oh, this is garbage. My heart breaks because they're sentencing to death chicks that have figured out. Natural Magic wasn't really going that way. No, but I'm saying of all of these. Oh, yeah, well, that's number one, Malleus Maleficarum. You know, that two centuries. I mean, that one until things be... Almost three centuries, because it wasn't until about 1750 until things died down. Jeez. Salem Witch Trials are 1692. So The Salem Witch Trials is... Those weren't the worst of... The European Witch Trials were far worse. But that's with hundreds of millions of people... But the fact that there's only a half a million people in the Americas in 1692 and like several hundred were accused of witchcraft, the odds of being accused of witch were higher in Salem or the Americas than it ever was in Europe. Right, right. So it's like a per capita thing. Per capita. Hey, quality of quantity over our tyranny. You know what I'm saying? So, geez, that is... So have you ever had any like dark experiences with any of these books? Like, have you ever thought like, okay the physical relic is imbued with something evil or has it kind of always just been like, eh? No, I've always, I, I understand what the books are, but I will tell you, I do. I, I do a lot of lectures for schools and other things and people have a visible reaction to many books because of their history. Yeah. And um, my, my wife's ancestors, she has a couple that were killed at the Salem witch trials. You know, we've done our genealogy, and yeah, my wife's direct descendant of some people that were were killed there. So now she just thinks it's cool and explains why she likes crystals so much, and doesn't really go much deeper than that. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. you do kind of think like, holy crap, I'm holding a book that convicted ancestors to death. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's pretty heavy. Yeah. Well, and it's one reason. My, my goal in the whole thing is education. Uh-huh. Uh, to really, because huge parts of history have just been left out or just skimmed over. But I think the more pieces you put together, it just gives a, a clear overall view of why we are where we are today. Because these things have happened. Mm-hmm. So, And history tends to repeat itself. And you can see these parallels in what has happened over the centuries. Wow. Okay. So, um... So Any other questions? So what you're saying <laughs> Before is... Before we end demonology... <laughs> because the King James Bible is from the same time, that demonology belongs in the standard works. <laughs> well... <laughs> they took out the Book of Maccabees in the first King James Version. We should have thrown no, in the no, Book no, of no, Demonology. King James actually had all of the Apocrypha, the 14 so books. So my, my question oh, is... Do either of the books get into the specific demons that are so um like the um yeah, this one like Solomon's book. Yes, this yes. So it does. does. Okay. So it, it names them and it like, names them. Oh, it goes through and names them. Like does it say like oh Beelzebub's this bad guy that did this? It, go, it goes in. It goes yeah. in. Because I think that's what's really interesting. When you start getting into angelology, you start seeing, okay, you can see here's what Gabriel's role and and and, and, and Michael and, and Raphael and these other angels, but there are legions in hell, and it's or, they have a structure 
the same way heaven does. Yeah. And you start figuring out that certain demons, like their role is to cause people to commit adultery. Their role is to cause people to steal. And when you start thinking like, wait, wait, these guys are organized by roles. Who's the like, demon that makes you overeat? No. <laughs> uh, there, is one. there is one for gluttony. Yeah, he's a parasite. Ah, dang it. So it's like, <laughs> well, that makes you think when you're tempted to do that, is there someone in the room with you? You know, like things like that. It makes you start going like, ugh, this is like a real, a real thing. And, and Reed, were these books, were they based in, because like Malleus Maleficorum, is that based off of stuff like within the Bible or the Apocrypha or both? Or? Oh, well, it, it, it quotes both. Okay. I mean, and kind of uses those to justify the thing that it's trying to tell you to do. Mm-hmm. So it's more than taking the Bible and saying, here's what the Bible is saying to do. It's saying, here's what I'm going to do. Here's the Bible justifying so was it, it. Right. Do you think one of the reasons why King James just had such a hatred for witches was because his mother was executed by a, like a witch? Not, not so much because or... his mother, because he felt witches went after his wife. Mm. Or his his proposed wife Anne of Denmark, um, and then himself, and it's just like, wait, I'm the but king. Was, was there a predecessor to that? Like, uh, as opposed to blaming the natural weather, like you know, he seemed to ha- to have a prejudice already set. Like, what made him just go? It has to be the witches doing it, and not just. Well, he had a lot of trauma early in life. I mean, because his mother moved around, and there were wars going on, and so he saw a lot. I, I mean, he saw a lot of things yeah, that yeah, yeah. you could just imagine Braveheart type stuff. Okay, so I have one last question before you finish here. Um, okay, so a, a lot of people are always trying to dunk on Christianity and on belief and in the Bible, saying all of these horrible things, whether it's the Crusades or the witch trials, were always done in the name of God and the Bible. Bible's bad because all these bad things are done in the name of the Bible, right? Well... If all of these witch trials were happening in like 1692 in the 15th century in Europe, 17th century in America, so on and so forth, the Bible had already been around as the Old Testament for two millennia and as the New Testament for literally 1500 years prior. What was it about the 15th, 16th and 17th centuries that made it so that all of a sudden there was this hyper justification of killing which is what what was the trigger for that the printing press really oh wow you, you talked about the previous 1500 years the scriptures were only handwritten so nobody had your common person had no access to scriptures printing press comes along more access but it's still in latin but that's also when they start printing this guide and it, it, it's no different it, these big events, printing press, massive, internet, massive. Satan always finds a way to take something good and take it to the dark side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we, as we're talking about this, it keeps on bringing to mind, this feels like the doctrines of men mingled with scripture, right? They're like, hey, we have this thing that we want to accomplish. Here's how we're going to do it. We're going to twist these scriptures to get it to go. Or right? when we die, we're going to get to heaven. We're going to find out King James is right about everything. He's like, no, there really just were a lot. Like, you'd be surprised. King James and Greg Locke. Like, right? I literally, was like, Locke. wow, like, we got rid of all of them. Trust me, it would have been horrible without me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Jeez. Well, I think it's interesting because you find uh, the way people talk about Joseph Smith, um, 
sometimes our friends of other denominations don't they you know say he's a witch because he had a seer stone and he had a urim and thummim and, and there was a jupiter talisman and things like that and they say oh well it, it was really evil and bad that he had those things but without knowing anything about those things he was using and how he was using them they just have this assumption it's bad because you hate to say it but king james won so his attitude is one that was passed down his attitude is one that kept going and now anything that's slightly different people say oh that's witchcraft that's evil that's bad when that's not the case crystals aren't evil if you it, it's true if you have a plant and you put a certain crystal in it it will make the petals bloom more is that evil or is that just a natural part of how our earth works so are you saying that we get back at king james 500 years later by signing up for a multi-level marketing scheme? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All I'm saying is, when the apostles saw a man walk on water, they said, Lord, Lord. If King James saw it, he would say, which, which. Okay, that's true. Hmm. Wow. Interesting. All right. Um, this was Midnight Mormons. See you guys in the next program.